The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Decision Alberta on the 630 Chad Afternoon News. Well, as we continue our Decision Alberta coverage, let's focus on the economy. We'll do that with John Rose, the chief economist with the city of Edmonton. Hi, John. Good afternoon. Uh, Good to have you on the show. You released your economic forecast for 2019 recently. For our listeners, can you give us an overall? How is Edmonton doing? What are our strengths and weaknesses? Well, right now, um, Edmonton is going through um, a very difficult period. Um, Unfortunately, I'm actually in the process of revising my uh, forecast. I should have some new numbers out in the next week or 10 days. But basically, I'm going to be probably cutting the overall growth rate for Edmonton in half. So we're going to be uh, down to something between 1% and 1.5% overall GDP growth. And this reflects the fact that uh, we're experiencing significant weakness in the construction sector. Our manufacturing sector has recovered a little bit, but it's going to flatline, unfortunately. And so it's, uh, 2019 is going to be a difficult year. Hmm. You talk, oh boy, um, that's, uh, that's interesting news. Um, how long do you think that this recovery, <laughs> this very slow recovery, which it seems we've been talking about now for years, uh, is going to take? Four years. Yeah. <laughs> Four years. How much longer? I mean, you know, I know you can't wave a, uh, a magic wand, click your heels together and know a, a certain date when everything's going to be, you know, shiny again. But any ideas? Well, um, uh, I think uh, uh, in 2020, uh, for Edmonton and for the province as a whole, uh, we'll see uh, stronger growth as as we get through um, the problems right now. Particularly in residential construction, we've just got we've just got a massive overbuild in the province. So once that inventory is chewed up, we should see a little bit of a pickup. Uh, but growth rates are are going to go up to relatively modest levels by historical standards, around two two and a half percent as opposed to some years and not too far back, you know, in 2014, where we were growing at four uh, and 5% growth. Mm-hmm. And as far as I can go out in terms of the forecast, I don't see a, re- a return to those kinds of boom conditions. It's going to be very modest growth, particularly for the province. Edmonton has a, a somewhat more diversified economy than the rest of Alberta, and that uh, relative diversification is going to mean uh, will perform slightly better than uh, than the province will. Uh, so Edmonton is going to continue relative to the rest of Alberta to be a, an attractive place, but growth rates are going to be very um, very modest um, as we as we look out over the next five or six years. So, John, is there any policies that the new or returning government uh, for the province of Alberta could do to accelerate that recovery for Edmonton? Well, I'm very pleased that uh, uh, both the major parties are talking about uh, providing a little bit more stimulus uh, to the Alberta economy. Um, on the one hand, you have um, the UCP raising uh, or uh, bringing up the idea of a reduction in the corporate uh, uh, corporate taxes, and on the NDP side, uh, 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 Premier Notley was talking about a very extensive road building program. Um, so you can debate about whether you know tax cuts or direct fiscal spending uh, are the most effective and bang for, you get the most bang for your buck. But they're both talking about 
providing further stimulus, which is, I think, at this point, what's required. Uh, fortunately, obviously, the province has a serious um, deficit problem, and that's going to have to be addressed at some point down the road. Um, but uh, we still have a very low, the province still has a very low uh, debt to uh, gross domestic product ratio. Uh, so the size of our debt relative to the size of our economy is the lowest in Canada at the provincial level. So we still got a little room for maneuver here, but sooner or later, uh, we're going to have to get serious about uh, the deficit situation. John um, John Rose joining us this afternoon as we talk about energy and the economy on our Decision Alberta coverage. John, we, you touched on some of the weaknesses. Where are the strengths right now in the economy here in Edmonton? <laughs> Uh, well, what we've seen uh, here in Edmonton in particular uh, is that the healthcare, education, um, public administration um, have, have performed very, very well. Uh, and I, I anticipate that that's going to continue um, uh, forward on perhaps a slightly more muted basis, but uh, that will move forward. Uh, right now, the professional services sector is in a little bit of a funk, but I anticipate that that's going to turn around as well uh, and provide uh, further, further stimulus to the economy. Uh, but unfortunately, as I mentioned, uh, for construction, for manufacturing, uh, for retail sales, um, it's going to be tough. Mm. Is there anything the city can do at that level to help encourage a faster recovery or to help those industries you just mentioned? Well, uh, you know, this, what the city can do is basically, um, as I say uh, to my colleagues, don't blink. Uh, even though the economy may be weakening, uh, we have um, uh, initiated a number of major capital projects, uh, and these are going to provide stimulus to the non-residential construction side of the economy, and that's that's very important at this point in time. So, again, um, uh, as with the provincial government, uh, my recommendation is now is not the time to cut back. Obviously, if we get ourselves into a pickle, if we see uh, our tax base uh, erode dramatically, we're going to have to do something. But at this point in time, uh, my message is let's, let's not uh, do any cutbacks. Let's be cautious. Let's not uh, get out there and start um, all kinds of crazy new initiatives. But um, uh, steady as you go so that the city provides some stability to, uh, to what's going to be a very bumpy ride for big pieces of the private sector here in Edmonton. Do you think that there's some uh, sectors out there that we need to pay more attention to? I mean, I've heard a lot about, you know, we've talked about it on the show about uh, artificial intelligence, that sort of thing. Um, yep. Yeah. What else would you say? Well, I, I think um, agri-food um, is an area where um, we could see uh, more growth. And as I mentioned, uh, professional services, uh, you know, we've got um, uh, Stantec and PCL here, um, two global uh, mm-hmm. uh, project management and engineering firms. We have representation in Edmonton of, from just about every major manu- uh, engineering firm uh, in Canada or North America, for that matter. So we've got, a, 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 we have a real uh, solid cluster of of um, talent in the, in those areas, project management, engineering, environmental services, that kind of thing, and I think uh, what we need to be doing is. Um 
giving some thought to how we can assist these companies, whether it's, you know, lobbying for additional international flights out of the airport or whatever, but uh, we should be giving that some thought. The third one that, um, um, uh, you yeah, know, the city is trying to take an, an initiative on is uh, health care. Uh, as I mentioned, it's been, a, it's been a, a very solid performance throughout this whole process over the last four years. And I think that there's um, uh, considerable opportunities for, uh, for additional growth in, in the healthcare uh, area. And so um, I'd like to see us you know, focusing on those, those areas. Well, in the absence of sufficient uh, diversification, are we simply tied to the fortunes of the oil industry? Inevitably, uh, at this point, um, uh, a downturn or further downturn in energy prices is going to hurt, and it's going to hurt everyone. As I mentioned, uh, Edmonton is insulated to some extent because uh, obviously we've got the provincial government here. We have uh, very large post-secondary institutions, which, by the way, have done a remarkable job in attracting foreign students and students from other parts of Canada, and that's that's uh, that's been a, a great uh, source of of um, of um, uh, stability or or um, concreteness to the to uh, to the uh, Edmonton economy. Um, real estate market. I know you know oh, we've had please. this. Yeah, oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, John. I mean, it's a bit of a doubt. You know, the past four years have kind of been tough. You know, spreading telling this message, but the real estate market right now is um, ugly. Uh, yeah, uh, ugly might be a little too harsh, um, but uh, but yes, uh, obviously, uh, housing starts are down, housing sales are down, housing prices are down, um, um, and uh, unfortunately, I don't see uh, a turnaround um, in that for for a while, simply because we've got this large inventory of existing housing out there in the marketplace and it's going to take a long time to chew through that and with uh, a, a slower economy that means population growth will probably be slower and household formation will be slower and that obviously means that it's going to take us even perhaps a little longer to work our way through uh, the housing uh, situation um, than I was anticipating. I was hoping we would see a bit more of a turnaround towards the end of 2019, uh, but I think that's probably not in the cards at this point in time. Is that all housing or any specific type of housing? Uh, Well, um, uh, my my greatest concerns are around multifamily housing and particularly uh, dedicated rental um, uh, and condos. We've had a a significant uh, burst in uh, back in 2015, 2016 in starts in those areas. And we've still got a number of uh, major projects uh, underway here in Edmonton, and that's going to further boost supply in that area. Uh, So I think that that uh, could become uh, somewhat more problematic than it is even right now. On the single-family side of things, uh, yeah, there's a big inventory out there, but I think that that sector is going to be reasonably stable, and it's very clear that uh, the home builders and, de- and developers have recognized the situation, and they're pulling back um, huh. on starts. So I, I think that area is on the mend. Uh, so it's really on the multifamily side, and as I mentioned, particularly dedicated rental and condos, which is, uh, I think, perhaps going to be problematic going forward. You were you were talking about um, having to revise um, your forecast yeah. and the, the announcement coming out, or you'll, you'll uh, make those numbers known in the next uh, week or, or so. Week or 10 days, yeah. Week or 10 days. How often have you had to do that? 
Oh, oh no! This is is part of a regular forecasting process. We yeah. we do um, uh, two forecasts a year, um, one one in the spring and one in the fall. Um, uh, so I wouldn't I wouldn't suggest that this is you know me panicking and okay. saying oh yeah. gosh we've got to redo the forecast. This is part of a regular forecasting process. Okay. However, um, uh, uh, as I said, um, the way things look right now, we're going to have to take a little bit of a hit and reduce. Uh, reduce the growth rate uh, for 2019 in particular. Uh, and as I say, going forward, uh, very, very modest uh, growth rates for both the province and, and Edmonton. Uh, John, before I, we let yeah. you go, and, and I hate to you know, let you go before I ask you one question that's completely yeah, sure. unfair, yeah. uh, but what the heck. Uh, aside from who gets elected or who's running the province after April 16th, is there mm-hmm. a single thing a provincial government could do mm-hmm. Uh, just a single thing that would have an immediate and and uh, massive impact on your forecast for Edmonton. Oh uh, well, uh, 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 there's a, a wide range of things, um, but uh, I would say um, if if the province, um, in addition to um, uh, Mr. Kenny's idea of cutting um, um, uh, corporate taxes, if the province looked at uh, personal income taxes as well and said, okay, we're going to give uh, the consumer side of the economy uh, a bit of a shock uh, or a boost. Uh, that would be a good thing, and and that would uh, you know hit hit the economy very quickly indeed. Right, as soon as your next paycheck shows up, you've got a little bit more money to spend, and people are going to have that's going to boost consumer confidence as well as consumer spending, and uh, that's that would be um, a very good thing for for the province. But again, uh, you know, I recognize looking in the background, we've got this fiscal situation with the province. We're running very significant deficits. We can get away with that for a couple of more years. But that's it. We've got to have an exit strategy, and uh, and that's where I think um, you know, the next government's going to have to really uh, sharpen their pencil and focus their mind and say, okay, we we we're going to come up with a plan to get us out of deficit. Because as I say, if we get a few more years out there, the standard and poor's of this world are going to start looking at our credit rating, and um, it could get uh, could get unpleasant. It's on a federal yeah. level as well, huh? Right. <laughs> federal level as well. Yeah. Yes. Um, and. Um, Unfortunately, uh, now again, uh, the Canadian uh, government, relative to most uh, other uh, major uh, economies, our debt to GDP ratio is is relatively low. So again, a little bit of room to maneuver, uh, but not a lot. And my real concern is is that um, they're running a deficit when the broader Canadian economy is performing reasonably well. Mm. And so I can you can understand why the Alberta government run it would run on a deficit, given the very sluggish conditions here. But uh, we've just come off of one of the best runs at the national level that we've seen um, in decades. Our unemployment rate is at a record low at the national level, and yet the, the federal government's running a deficit. Well, what happens if we have a downturn, um, uh, say, later in 2019, or the U.S. economy goes into the dumpster and it drags us down with them? What are they going to do then? Uh, you know, So they're really, they're not in a position um, uh, to, to uh, I think, respond in the way uh, one would hope, because they're already running deficits in a situation where the economic conditions are reasonably good. Now, as I say, for Alberta, it's a different story. The Alberta economy is very sluggish. But for Canada as a whole, um, 
this is a time when the federal government should be running surpluses and getting some money in the bank so that when we do have another rainy day, which we will, um, they're going to be in a position to lean into it um, uh, you know, pretty hard. Uh, John, I just Googled uh, lower taxes and it asked me, did you mean raise taxes? <laughs> <laughs> I like your idea, though, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Fast. Lower tax. Reduce the tax rate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John and if you do it for consumers, they will respond appropriately and, and, and quickly. There you go. John Rose, Chief Economist with the City of Edmonton. Thank you for taking the time today. Really appreciate it. Really thankful for your insight as well. Well, thank you very much. So it was yeah. interesting listening to uh, John Rose when you asked him what would be the one thing right now right. that uh, a government could do to stimulate the economy. And, and he, he said, said to remove uh, personal income tax in Alberta or reduce, I should mm-hmm. say, reduce personal income tax in Alberta. And then that typically, and as he said, in your next paycheck, you see that extra two or $300, whatever it is, and that would immediately stimulate the economy. Because anyone who gets extra money on their paycheck, generally speaking, yep. spends it, and that helps everybody, right? So it's an interesting time for him to have said that because the Alberta Liberals announced their, what they refer to as their bold new plan for Alberta's fiscal future, and leader David Kahn had said that what he wants to do is eliminate uh, personal income tax in the province up to Mm $57,250. So you can earn up to that without paying any income tax on it at all is his plan. But he would replace it with a sales tax, which is a swear word in In Alberta. Alberta. Um, And also, I will say in the interest of full disclosure, it never says... He also wants to reduce corporate taxes, but it never said in yeah. the uh, what that would be, what the number what would be. What that number would look like, yeah. Right. So I did make a call to his office. I haven't heard back. I haven't heard back. Yeah. So the media release says Albertans would pay no tax on the first 57250 of personal income. For couples, 114000 will be tax-free. goes on to say that... In his words, two-thirds of Albertans will be accepted for personal income tax under our plan. We will cut personal taxes on the rest of Albertans' income by one point across the board. Hmm. He's saying that most households would then pay less tax overall. All will pay less income tax and then lower corporate income tax from 12 to 10. Hmm. Shifting shifting. This is why I like my idea of an all-star team. (laughs) I like that one idea, buddy. (laughs) The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.